In the beginning of 2020, Botswana auctioned 10 elephant hunting permits for 10 elephants each, bringing, after a long elephant hunting ban, the total allocated elephants to be hunted in Botswana to 60. Informante Radio speaks to various Namibian role players as to how this impacts Namibia from various point of views and whether Namibia is on the right path when it comes to elephant hunting. Be part of this series and leave your comments as we learn more about the elephant hunting trade in Namibia. This is Informante Radio, the sound for a new age. We are once again talking elephants. We're talking about the Namibian elephants. And in the studio here today, I've got a very interesting gentleman, a world traveler and also by heart a conservationist. He's been uh, in conservation for many years and uh, he is also known in Namibia. We're talking today to nobody but Johannes Hasbrook, who has been in particular a conservationist of our Namibia Namib elephants, desert elephants. Hannes, it's nice to have you with us. Thank you very much, Hannes. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for uh, being on, allowing me on the show. Uh, Botswana recently, um, in the beginning of February, has auctioned off six hunting licenses. Well, six hunting concessions or permits, which include 10 elephants to be hunted each. Is there something to the sort like happening here in Namibia? I know the hunt in, in Botswana has been already very controversial. A lot of communities already um, saying that they actually don't want the hunt um, people claiming there's a lot of politics behind the hunting as because we've seen that on the maps the um, the main hunting concessions that were given out is actually in areas where there is no human wildlife conflict and actually given out in areas where the largest tuskers do occur according to the met i think they're talking about 22,000 elephants um, but we're referring here mostly to the caprivi elephants um, i can only really talk about the desert dwelling elephants which is is the the elephants that actually occur in the ephemeral rivers and of them uh, their numbers are now down to about 94 individuals. Has the Namibian drought um, had an impact? They are not dependent on rainfall, uh, they're using the ephemeral rivers, they will dig in the riverbeds, they know where the standing water is and how to find it and they're mobile so they can move into you know their, their grazing areas if there's mopani trees if there's other trees they've got enough fodder so w w we haven't seen anything the effect of hunting elephants let's say um, bulls only uh, is that is that a way of conserving elephant numbers taking out the bulls specifically causes huge amounts of human wildlife conflict and a massive amounts of stress on the elephants and the elephant society as well the bulls play a cardinal role in controlling the culture of the elephant. So the bulls, like juvenile humans, um, starts getting sexually active at 15, 16 years old and they started becoming a nuisance. And when they make a nuisance of themselves, um, the cows are still large enough at that point to start bullying them out of the group. So they have to leave. Only at the age of, in the early to mid thirties, they're actually large enough to come back and contest mating rights. Um, but there's, an, there's, a, there's a gap in the size period between when, say, say they reach the age of 18, 19 years old, they become large enough to dominate the females. So the females can't protect themselves anymore. Mm. So they desperately need these large bulls, even if the large bulls are not even mating, although they mate right till then. If a youngster of 20 years old goes into mush and he approaches a herd and there's a large bull around, that bull 
his physical presence, the chemicals that he excretes, he doesn't even need to do anything, will make the young bull go out of mush. So he calms down and he's not trying to mate with the, with the cows. Now say that bull is not in place, then the chances of this young bull actually molesting females and even to the extent of call it rape. But watching it very carefully, we've realized that these cows give birth to a calf um, Whereas under normal circumstances, the, the cows would protect the calf for a day or two, help it get up to strength, and then finally they would start moving off at a, at a rate that the calf can handle. Now I've noticed once when a, a young bull arrived at the herd right after a birth, where he started harassing the females and to try and dominate them and mate with them, and the cows had to root march and, and basically run with this baby an hour after it was born. By that evening it was dead. They covered like 11 kilometers and time and time again we lose our babies because of harassment by young males. I don't think there's three large bulls left in the whole desert. You know, human wildlife conflict, hunting them does not mitigate it, it aggravates it. So now we've got stressed out herds, we've got angry females. Um, they know, they're intelligent enough to know that they're being threatened by hunters. Elephants' behavior adapts very quickly. They can identify an individual, they know what vehicles are hunting vehicles. We are, we are demanding that people living very close to the breadline in the Northwest um, have to live with these elephants on a daily basis. And if we want to demand that, we have to be sure that there's positive benefits coming out of it, tourism, um, and that basically that you've got a calm, tranquil, habituated population. And we're creating this very, through hunting, through trophy hunting, this very aggressive, um, disfragmented herds that are now much more dangerous to the local population. Um, the benefits that the people are getting, it is absolutely marginal. I mean, there's been numerous peer, peer-led studies about, about peer-reviewed studies about these things that they, I think the average that they're talking about is less than 3% of the selling price of that trophy actually ends up in the in the hands of the people. You can understand, a, wow. you know, if they if, if they are getting 30,000 rand or, or a million dollars for, for towards the community of, of a community with 3,000 people in it and each person gets half a kilogram of meat, is that a benefit? I mean, is, is that really worth the price we pay? We, we had a group of UNAM students coming come out there for a few years ago to try and ascertain what is an elephant worth alive. 1.6 million per elephant alive per year. 1.6 million alive per elephant. I mean, a, a trophy like Fur Trackers, I think it sold for 140,000. That is ridiculous. $140,000. It's absolutely ridiculous. Okay. Because the community had been making money out of that elephant um, and, and, and the elephant human conflict in the area has diminished so much to the point that those communities, um, a day before this hunt, insisted, they wrote a letter to the minister and insisted that they do not go ahead with this hunt because this elephant is harmless. So basically we are now driving the desert population to extinction. I mean, I, I give it a very few years before um, it is not a functional population at all anymore. Mm. It, it, just in terms of the uh, uh, Namibian desert elephant, is it truly a human-animal um, conflict scenario? I'm <laughs> there used to be, but over the past 18 years, I think we've protected almost 300 farms in the area where the water points are protected. So the elephants, and the elephants have learned, they, they will wait till the 
goats go away and they normally come right just after dark when the people are not around anymore and they'll drink and they'll move on. But communities are starting to take ownership of the elephants. They are calling it their elephants. So it's not our elephants, it's the, it's the country's elephants, but it's the community's elephants. So yes, I definitely think um, in those reasons, elephant-human conflict is at an absolute minimal, totally bearable and, and, and people can live with it. Do share your comments and also uh, keep your posts coming. Uh, Johannes, thank you very much for coming today. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me.